Welcome to No Longer Hopeless. I'm your host, Lane Mercer, co-founder of LNL Ministries. This podcast is a place where you can come to get encouragement and hope restored. We showcase that there's always hope to be found for the right here and right now in the Lord. Let's get started, shall we? Hey there. Hope things are going okay for you. Hope you're doing all right. Thanks for coming by No Longer Hopeless Podcast. Hey, if you're not doing all right, if things are not going okay, thanks for coming by No Longer Hopeless Podcast. Glad to have you. By the time we record this, it is now February 2024. You imagine, believe it, we're already on one month full in, one twelfth of the month done, going into the second month of the year. Pretty exciting. Hey, I do want to share with you, we're going to do a quick book review of the last book in this series, God's Generals. I'm telling you, I cannot stress it enough. This ought to be a series in every possible Christian's library. Such great faith building, such great encouragement, such great hope. But before I get into the last book, I do want to take a few moments. I haven't been doing the best at this. I'll try to do a better job. I wanted to say thank you. Thank you, listeners. I've got a few of you that have been, a few of you, excuse me, that have been, uh, responding, of doing comments, interactions, and I haven't taken time to give credit. So I'll try to do that a little bit more frequently. I'm learning as well. So I want you to know it is noticed, it is seen, and I want to read it to you, uh, read it to you listeners so you can hear what they're saying, but also encourage others. Leave comments, leave your insights, your thoughts on the episode. It's great and it helps get the word out. So on one of the episodes, and I encourage you to go back and listen to these episodes, but the one we did the interview with the prophet John Mark Poole, there was a listener that wrote, just love this episode. Your interview with John Mark Poole was so enlightening. Thank you. I thought, well, that's pretty, really nice. I need to get that out to let people hear about that. So a couple of different ones I want to share with you. Um, and then let's see, this was when we did the very first um God's General's book one review had a listener said this was very interesting as far as going over some of the people that were in that book. And so uh, another I have a couple of few more comments I want to share with you real quick. Uh, This is whenever we talked about in the episode called The Christmas Story had uh, completely loved this episode. Also to note on the God's General series, I really want to start collecting these books. Another another listener said, love this, the story, the truth, and real meaning of Christmas. And I thought that was a really, really right on, spot on uh, comment. Uh, a couple of more, and then we'll get started, because uh, this is, we're, we did the new, remember New Year, New You episode, and we had a listener that says, I want to live in the will of God more, be healthier physically and mentally, spend more time with my loved ones. That's a great New Year's resolution and plan. Thank you for that, listener. Um, And we have, okay, we'll do a couple more, then we'll get started. Otherwise, this is going to run really long. And this was in the God's Generals uh, book four. Um, this This listener said, wonderful healing and believing story. Now, if you'd like to know what they're referencing, go back and listen to these podcasts and hear the story itself. And then this is from just the other day, uh, we had uh, a couple of podcast episodes ago, we had the interview with evangelist Mark Oswald, and this listener shared, absolutely love this, and then quoted uh, Mark and said, this is a great line, Jesus Christ is my hope from Genesis all the way to Revelation. 
that was a great interview. I encourage you to go back and listen to that. So anyway, I wanted to just take the moment. I wanted to share. Listen, I do appreciate your comments. I am getting them, and I'm trying to get them published. I realize I did not uh, get, get it out there, so I want other listeners to know, listen, it, they do come through. I do get them, and I see them, and I'll try to be a little bit more on the ball of when I get comments to let Everest people know about it. So now, kind of getting that caught up, I wanted to share with you, this is the last book in the God's General series at the time of this recording. There could be more that come out in the future, and if they do, I'll definitely review them. I think this is a powerful series. Uh, This one is called God's Generals, The Martyrs. This is uh, subtitled The Martyrs. I will be honest with you. This, I mean, it's a very good book, and there's a lot of hope and encouragement, but it's a very hard book to read. And the reason is for that. What's the subtitle? Martyrs. They laid their life down for the gospel. Pretty incredible. Now, this story, I'm going to read a little bit, uh, just tell you about the book itself. And then I'm going to read a small excerpt just to highlight to you what this, what I'm referencing. So this is called God's Generals, the Martyrs, and it's by Arthur Roberts Liarden. So this is what it says on the inside jacket cover, and then I'll read the back to you. It says, it seems like every day another story flashes across the news. People of faith attacked, evicted, even brutally killed. 2015 was named by Open Doors to be the worst year in modern history for Christian persecution. Our heads whirl with questions. Why does it happen? Why do Christians die for their faith? Why now? And what can we do? In this fascinating account of martyrdoms from the time of Christ to the rise of Isis, Roberts Liarden points all believers to the abiding truth that unlocks perseverance. Just as the world persecuted Jesus, so it will persecute any followers of Jesus down through the centuries. Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they will also persecute you in John 15, 20 and 21. But that's not the end of the story. These martyrs who paid the ultimate price for their faith were used by God to spread the gospel. It's a miraculous truth that is hard for us to grasp in the comfort of our homes. However, each martyr celebrating with the Lamb today would echo another precious word of Jesus. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Matthew 5.11 Open your hearts to these stories. And you will find your sympathy expand and your purpose ignited. Man, it's powerful. So here's here's the description on the back. And I'm going to tell you in advance, some of these names I have no idea how to pronounce, and I'm probably doing a horrible job. I apologize in advance. So here we go. Said so it's God's martyr, God's generals, the martyrs. Killing the faithful, they paid the ultimate price. In his sixth God's Generals volumes, Roberts Liarden spans 2,000 years to chronicle some of the great martyrs for the faith and some of the lesser known ones, especially all this time in history when terrorists are targeting believers, the martyrs' inspirational stories of courage, faith, and perseverance are powerful reminders both to stand strong and to pray for the persecuted church of the 21st century. Learn more about the 21 Coptic Christians beheaded by ISIS in 2015, Gail Williams, Kim Sun II, and Syrian martyrs in 2000, Apostle Paul and Apostle Stephen in circa 180, Polycarp, Petra, Felicity, and Bladadina, 280, Boniface and Raymond Lull, 1100 AD, 
William Tyndale, John Wycliffe, John Huss, 1400 AD, and Askew, Hugh Latimer, and Thomas Kramer, 1500, Detrick Bonhoeffer, John and Betty Stamm, Jim Elliott, 1900-1950, Wayne Zimmern, and Archbishop Oscar, Oscar Romero, 1950-1990, The Worldwide Situation of Persecution Today. It's a powerful book, and I know it has a heavy tone to it, and I get that. I do want to share a bit, a piece of a story with you from one of the ones listed in that, that one I just read, and its name is Jim Elliott. Now, again, this is just a small snippet. I encourage you to get the book, get the entire story, learn about all of these lives. So I'm going to read a few different things, uh, try to give you just a general idea. So, all of these are incredible stories. So I want to try to, and it's hard to just, I had the hardest time trying to pick out where to stop because I want to just keep reading, but it's not, it's a podcast. It's not an audio book. So I do want to just kind of start here. We're going to start with, if I can find the page, I had it marked. So just a moment. We're going to start with this quote. I think this is an incredible quote. Uh, This, this chapter is chapter 11. It's called gospel power in the third world from A.D. 1900 to 2000, Operation Akua, Reaching the Unreachable. Listen to this quote. He makes his ministers a flame of fire. Am I ignitable, Lord? God, saturate me with the oil of the Spirit, that I may be a flame for you. Make me thy fuel, O flame of God. Jim Elliott, 1948. Powerful. Man, it's a powerful so there's a lot here, and I'm going to try to just summarize. We're going to talk about Jim Elliott's life and his call uh, to go to these people. I want to I want you to learn who these people are a little bit, and I'll do my best to pr- with the pronunciations. So here it is. We're going to start on page 345. I believe it is in the heart of every missionary and evangelist to preach the message of Christ's salvation to those who have never heard it before. Jim Elliott and his friends were no different. When Jim met... Tidmarsh, for the first time, the older missionary talked about a small, violent tribe hidden in the jungles of Ecuador who had no contact with the outside world. The Cuyaches called them Akua, which translates to savage. Anthropologists considered the Akua one of the most violent tribes in the world. Feuds would flare up between Akua families, and the smallest act of violence would launch a stream of revenge killing revenge killings by 10-foot wooden spears thrown with deadly precision. With 74% of the tribe's death, the results are tribal murders. The Akua were destroying their own people. The Cuyocha Indians feared the Akua, but from the first time Jim Elliott heard about the mysterious tribe, his heart was set on fire. Perhaps this was the answer to Jim's lifelong prayer, to bring the message of salvation to Christ to a people who had never heard it before. He shared his vision with Pete and Ed, and it became the center of their prayer life. Lord, if it is your will, open a door for us to reach the Akuas. While they waited for God's answer, their ministry to the Koyacha Indians grew. The the three men distributed medicine, taught in schools, held Bible conferences, and rejoiced as they baptized new believers. They also became acquainted with two more American missionaries, Nate Saint and Roger Yardzen, who had become the final team member of Operation Akua. Now, I'm going to skip ahead because there's quite a bit here, but I wanted to um, kind of fill you in as far as where things went from there. So this goes, this is ahead to page 352. 
Saturday was a quiet day with no signs of a coup of visitors. The men were certain that the next day, Sunday, January 8th, would be the day. As Pete and Nate climbed into the Piper on Sunday morning, Pete called to their wives, So long, girls. Pray, I believe this is the day. Excuse me. Pray, pray, I believe today is the day. A little later that morning, as Nate cruised over the jungle treetops, he spotted a group of Akua males heading toward Palm Beach. This is it. This is it. Nate waved excitedly to his waiting friends on the sandy beach. This is it, he exclaimed over the plane radio to Marge. Looks like they'll be here for early afternoon service. Pray for us. His last words before ending the transmission were, this is the day. We'll contact you next at 4.30. For the five hopeful missionaries, 4.30 never came. Within minutes of the Akua party's arrival at the beach, the five were speared to death and their bloodied bodies tossed into the muddy Kure River. I'm going to skip ahead and I want to read this last little bit. This powerful. This is on page 355. The greatest miracle was the forgiving hearts of the five widows. Four of them remained in Ecuador for many years, continuing missionary work among the natives. In God's perfect timing, Two years after the men were murdered at Palm Beach, Rachel Saint and Elizabeth Elliot were invited to live in the Akua village and, re- and teach the natives about Jesus and the outside world. Courageously, Elizabeth went, trusting the Akua with her life and the life of their three-year-old daughter. They lived with the Akua for two years and learned to love them. As the natives opened their hearts to Jesus, Elizabeth had the thrill of experiencing the miraculous answer to the five martyrs' fervent prayers. And then it it goes on from there, and and it's an incredible story. And this all transpired in 1950s, plural. That's not that long ago. That's pretty amazing. Incredible story. Uh, I, I encourage you, get this book, get this series. This is God's Generals. It's, it's one of my top, top favorite uh, series that I have in my library. I uh, thoroughly love this book, love this series, and you get so much out of it. So, hey, if you've found this to be encouraging, you've found it to be hopeful, I ask you to, I encourage you, pass it on, share the word. I'll get the word of being no longer hopeless out to you. You get it out to others. Like, subscribe, share. Hey, comment if you get a chance. Interact if you get a chance. I'll do a better job trying to let those comments be heard on the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's see what happens next week. That wraps up this episode of No Longer Hopeless. If you found this to be an encouragement to you, then please subscribe. So not to miss out when another goes out. If you can think of anyone who might benefit from this podcast, then I ask that you please share it. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on Facebook by searching for LNL Ministries, or you can email us at nolongerhopelesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, as long as you have breath within you, then you can still have the chance to be no longer hopeless.